0: The name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in and do what needs to be done in this hour. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would hide behind the cross. Give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be stop looking back, Genesis, the 19th chapter. We're going to be talking about Lot and his wife. And like I was saying, in this hour, the great falling away has begun. The thing about it is the people are literally in a place that they're not stable in God. And one of the things that God is doing and saying in this hour, for us to be watchful and praying, that we may know when the hour comes, because you don't understand, the Bible says there's going to be rumors of wars and all of these things. He said, but that is not him. He said, but there's going to be signs that he's going to give the people when these things are happening in the land. And a lot of times, because we're so busy, we're so caught up in ourselves, we don't even understand what is happening in this latter day. And that God is really moving by his power, he's moving by his anointing. And a lot of People don't even understand what is happening in the Tennessee. God is stepped foot in the earth. And the of things about it is people don't understand. But God is going to do just what he said he's going to do. And in any situation, God is still in the control. And you got to understand something. God does not let anything happen without purpose and meaning. And you need to understand this. And we're going to go into a place that we're going to talk about lot. And his family, and how he was in a, a wrong place in God, and how God had to, because of the prayers of somebody else, had to come in and help Lot get out of trouble. And a lot of times, the person that we're that's helping us or praying for us are the persons that we're at odds with. And we're gonna find out what is really going on. Genesis the nineteen chapter. Lot and Abraham's servants are not getting along. So and if my servants are not getting along with somebody else, they used to mean that I'm involved in it. And they done brought whatever it is that they think somebody else is doing to me. And all of a sudden, I'm involved. So what happens is Lot and Abraham comes up with an agreement and says, we're going to separate because of this confusion that's going on. So two angels shows up at, um, at Abraham's house. Abraham recognized who they are everything so these things are going on and so Abraham is petitioning God because he knows Lot is there and his family it I don't know how long Lot been there I don't know if the Bible even specifies how long Lot been there but the sins in Sodom and Gomorrah has gotten so great that God is finna deal with some things and so, this is what is happening. And one of the things that God has given me this morning says, a lot of times in our lives, we are really looking backwards and we need to look forward. And a lot of times in our lives, we look at different things that hold us back, but yet, you feel because you come into church every Sunday that you're really going forward. No, you're not. You're just in a place that you're stagnated. And why would God send locked To a place like Sodom and Gomorrah. And so they've been there so long. Him and his family got comfortable there. In Sodom and Gomorrah. And I want you to. um, Give you a definition about Sodom and Gomorrah. It says right here. Sodom. Many translate its meaning. As something burning. And it says in Hebrew for Gomorrah was based on Sodomite root, which means deep water. Copious water. And I looked up Copias. It means abundant in supply or quantity. So if you really going back and you're looking at the things in, in Sodom and Gomorrah, it was abundance in whatever it is the sin was that has been going on. you got to understand something. The Sodom and Gomorrah had been doing this for years and years and years. And now all of a sudden God is saying the cries and the sins have come up to heaven. And this is what is happening in the earth today. The sins and the cries are going up to heaven. And God is going to start sending different things that's happening all over the world to get the people's attention so they can turn back to him. A lot of times just because it looked like they got saved or it looked like this. But you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes and you've got to understand something God says, swift judgment in this hour because this is the hour of the great separation and you better stop looking back and a lot of times, what are you looking back on? Why has the church folks got to The more. or the cities of the plains have been used historically in modern um, discourse as metaphor for homosexuality. And are the original English word sodomite, a prejuratory term for male homosexuality and sodomy which is used in legal content under the label, Crimes Against Nature. It says, described as an oral sex, particularly homosexual and bestiality. Let's go to Genesis, the 19th chapter. Now two angels came to Sodom in the evening. And we know Sodom means it came to a place That was burning in sin. And the evening. And Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them. He rose to meet them. And he bowed himself. With his face towards the ground. He recognized who they was. You got to understand something. He already knew about the things of God. He already knew this because one thing about light recognizes light. And even demons recognize the things of light, uh, the things of the light. And he said, here now, my lords, please turn into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet when you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, no, but we will spend the night in the open square. Lot already knew what they were doing. Lot already realized what he was involved in. Why did Lot not turn and go back or even get away from that place of sin? a lot of times we get so deep into something and we get so comfortable and complacent and something in our lives that we'll just stay there and deal with it but don't even understand that you are not in the place that God wants you to be and you're in a place that's sinful and it cause you to do other things that's sinful and a lot of times that is what happens a lot of times the world is trying to mingle with the things of the church and the church is trying to mingle with the things of the world that's why you got a mixture or a mixed multitude in the things of God and that's why there's such much paganism and all these things that's going on in the church and we picked up things from out of the world and we brought them in the church And even the church has brought things that's out of the church into the world and there's a mixture and now the people of God or the sheep of God are confused because They don't know what is wrong and what is right. But the Bible says in the last hour, they're going to call right, wrong, and wrong, right. We're living in this hour. But yet the word of God is sitting there on your doorstep. The word of God is sitting there on your table, at your back door, in your car, on your job. But yet you never pick it up. Why? It seems like I'm weak and I can't even pick up the strip. Stop looking back. your selfish ways but he insisted strongly so they turned into him into his house then he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread and they ate isn't it strange that the angels ate verse 5 it says and they called to Lot and said to him Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. You got to understand something. Sin a lot of times doesn't understand the light. You got to understand the light, the darkness could not comprehend what? The light. That's why when you when they take things out of the church, that's why a lot of the singers and stuff, where do they get to go out there in the circle or because they want to make the money? And then there's a mixture they take a little bit of, they take a lot of the things of what was in them, God giving them, and they mix it with the world. And now a lot of times they get so lost in sin and so lost that they don't know it. Seems like it takes the grace of God for them to make it out, and then they'll come back to God. So these men. Saying that there's fresh meat in this in this plain area, somebody that they never seen before. So they had lots door, telling them, "Bring these men out that I may know them in a sodomite of my or a carnal way." That's a sin against nature. So let. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind them, because he said, I don't want them to barricade and push through the door. Because they had great force with them. Because when you want something bad, you'll break down all kind of doors and avenues. They get what you want. So they behind doing sinful things and you'll do whatever it takes to get your way so Lot went out to them through the doorway and shut the door behind him and said please my brother do not do this wickedly so see now I have two daughters who have not Known a man. He's willing to give them his daughters. You see how sin messes up your mind? But this is what we do. When we're in the middle of sin and doing what we want and we step outside of the will of God, we do offer our children up to sacrifices. We'll do anything in a desperate situation. But then you want to know why the stars and all of them, why they are all in this Illuminati, or why they're all in these things. And then you see their children already being initiated in different things. See, it's something when you want the lifestyle, or you made a commitment with Satan. Sometimes it's not easy just to get out of it or to escape from it. A lot of times Satan doesn't tell you the full picture until you all the way in it so deep and it seems like there's no hope. But I thank God for Jesus Christ. A lot of times I've been in situations it seemed like I got in it. I don't even know how I got in it or even in the things about it. It's my mindset in the beginning. It's not my mindset in the middle of it when I find out and realize everything that I've done. And a lot of times in order for me to turn around it takes strong prayer to get me out of some things. But thank God he's the greatest prayer warrior. Let me bring them out to you, verse 8, and you may do to them as you wish. Only don't it says, only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. Then they said, This one came in to sojourney, and he Keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal with worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against um, the man Lot and came near to his to break down the door. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. They said, "Lot, you're not even a member here. This is not even your country area." We are we going to deal worse with them, but we're going to get deal with worse with you. Because you're standing in the way of what I really want to do. And they struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they became weary trying to find the door. If God hadn't stepped in and intervened, it would have overtook the whole house. Because it was more on the outside of the house than there was on the inside. It would have been like a raid. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times in your walk, God does little things. But even in that, we still overlook it. And you say, whew, I got out of that. But don't realize the hand of God is trying to tell you to come back. And I'm gonna, before we start getting into fatherness, I'm gonna tell you something. God was dealing with me about some things. We're gonna find out we, about Lot's wife, but I wanna tell you, Lot's wife was more sold up into Gesadom and Magomor than he was. You got to understand something. What she did in the end is only a result, or was there already time? She did not want to. To um, really leave. She did not want to be get out of that place of comfortability. Her family was there and she had made a home there. But you got to understand something. Lot was always in between because he was sitting outside the gates of Sodom. And you got to understand something. To me, that's a symbolization. I'm in it, but I'm really not in it like that. And A lot of times, we're in between. We're really not there, but we're really not with the Lord. And a lot of times, we're in a place of backslidden state and we become double-minded. So Lot was already mixed up. And you got to understand something. His wife was in a place that she was comfortable. She was happy. She was socializing with everybody in the community. She was comfortable with uh, everything that was going on. Even though her best friend, her uh, husband, could have been a bisexual, but long as, you know, it didn't interfere with her because she had her own thing going on. But Lot's wife, she didn't care because she knew Lot was not like that. You know how it is. Your husband could do that, or your wife can do that. Oh, but it better not be in my house. But yet, I'm still connected to those type of things, but long as it's not coming in my house. She had friends. She had family there. Then the man said to Lot, have you anyone else here? Son, in-law? Your sons, your daughters? And whomever you have in the city, take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his son-in-law, who had married his daughters, and said, get up and get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But to his son-in-law, he seemed to be joking you got to understand something the Bible does not may not say this but they could have married men that was already there they could have been young when they left there so this is what happened a lot of times when you bring your family into a certain place they guess they start what intermingling with the people in the neighborhood or the community When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. Lot had already had a conversation with her wife. She already knew. But because she had to submit to her husband in a um with her mouth, but her spirit was really against it. You know, silent anger is the same as you doing an outcry against something. Because when Lot, is, the angel's telling Lot to hurt her, get about out of here. And when a person, as you know, that does not want to move, they make what? The move harder. And it was bringing about a division in the house. One daughter wanted to go with the daddy. The other daughter wanted to stay with the mother. And they were making things harder. But the angel's urging them to get out when the sun rose. Let's read on. Verse 16. Genesis nineteen sixteen, It says, and while he lingered, the man took hold of his hand. He didn't want to go because of disturbance in his house. You got a wife that's sitting there crying and and doing all of these sympathetic magic and pulling all of these strings to make him stay. But Lot knew that he had to leave because he knew God, a little bit of God that was in him, speaking to him. And that because of Abraham praying, God was answering based on Abraham's prayers, not based on Lot's situation. The prayers were for Lot to get out. But you got to understand something. Lot was still in a turmoil and a struggle with some things. Even though you know that that man is not good for you or that woman is not good for you, there's still a struggle and a struggle trying to leave this bad situation. Even though I see what it is and I know what it's about, but it just seems like it's hard for me to escape it. There becomes a stronghold. It doesn't just get in you, it gets in your whole household, in your family. And it's hard to break that curse because you're gonna find out the same thing that they did. They had a tendency to bring that same sin after God got them out, and that's a lot of times what we do. Let's read on. And it says his wife had and the hands. Of his two daughters. Verse 16. And then it says the Lord be merciful to him. And they brought him out. And set him outside the city. You see this. God being merciful. And it's like we take the mercies of God lightly. Let's go on down. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you nor say, Stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. He's giving them instructions. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not enough just following half of what God said, you have to follow everything what God was saying because Lot was, our wife was already struggling with these things. You're going to see what it cost her. Because a lot of times, you will get into a place and God is trying to uproot you. A lot of times, this is what God is saying in the message. This is what God is saying in the prayer. He's trying to uproot you from out of old habits, old behavior patterns, because he sees that it's going to be a hindrance down the road. But a lot of times, you're fighting against the will of God. And you want to know why your life is miserable, why there's no peace, why there's no true deliverance. And your children, the cat and the dog, everybody's acting crazy in your house. But God says, I'm looking at you. You're the one instead of giving the charge to keep. And a God to glorify. But a lot of times you don't want to do that because you're looking at their faces. But Lot had to come and make a decision. And just God's mercy was upon Lot. For even him to even get his family out. And the angels had to sit them outside of the thing. And Lot knew it was the right thing. Have you ever been in this situation, I know this is the right thing, but that's the thing that I want to do. Then Lot said to them, please, no, my Lord. Indeed, now your servants has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my family. But I cannot escape to the mountain. Least some evil overtake me, and I die. All of this and Lot still does not have faith. He doesn't have faith because his faith has been shaken by the environment that he's been around. A lot of times you don't understand that your environment causes you and dictates a lot of times where your faith lies. If you're in a place of doubt and, 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 and disarray and around a lot of sin, a lot of different things that's going on in that atmosphere, that has a tendency to deal and, and dictate your faith in God. And a lot of times, but you'll stay in a dirty place, but you think that God is going to clean you up in a dirty place. A lot of times, God draws you out of this thing, just like God is drawing Lot out of that sinful place in his life so that Lot can grab a hold of faith. Even though Lot knowing there's God that's moving, but yet there's something about the faith of God. And the angels are giving them instruction. How in the world are you going to doubt the very thing that's helping you get out of the city and telling you that I'm going to destroy this place and this is the hand of God? But yet, he still cannot interpret it. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Stop looking back. Let's go to James 1, 5 through 8. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask a God who gives to all liberally without reproach, and he will be, and he will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of sea driven and tossed by the winds. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Lot is exercising this scripture. How can you be dumb minded and think that you're going to move ahead in God? This is why God is telling everybody in this season, get rid of the small zores in your life. It is the small foxes that destroys the body. But yet you feel like you can't let go of these things. Or, or when you feel that these things happen in your life, you always revert back to the old way. But in this hour that we're living in, and I told you, you got to understand something in this season, the enemy is within, and it's within you. You're the one that's holding back God's hand for really moving and blessing you the way that he wants to in your life. Because God knows your character is not lining up with his word. But you're in a religious state. You're in a state of apostasy. You really have abandoned your faith. And this is the understanding of of everything that's going on. Because everybody is doubting the hand of God in Kentucky, Tennessee. They don't understand they're in a state of apostasy. Because they're going to blame God and why God can do this. But you don't want to deal with the sin and the discretions of the world that's coming. The whole world, because that'd be against his word. So he's worked in small places. Why does the gate now? is the pathway, and few find it. Why would he destroy the whole world? He's giving us a chance, but he does signs and wonders. He's shaking heaven and he's shaking earth. But the people are not waking up. We're so far off from the word of God. I thank God that I'm praying that he do not come. Delay your coming, Lord Jesus. Your people are not ready. Look at Lot. His whole family in Sodom and Gomorrah. How can you not think it's not going to produce something down the road? In your children, in your house, in you. But you don't think you need to be delivered. You don't think you need the Holy Ghost. You don't think you need salvation. You think that you got enough of God to stand on your own two feet. No, you don't. The enemy is wiser than you. How did you get in this trap? with your eyes wide open and you're sitting in the house of God and you still feel for the enemy. And you think that you're in a place that you're ready for the the Lord to come? Look at your children. Look at the people in your job. Look at the state of the church. Look at the state of the world in this hour. If COVID has not taught you anything to repent, God is doing signs and wonders in the earth. But the people don't want to turn their hearts. Their hearts have grown wax cold. Their conscience has been sealed with a hot iron. And then you're sitting in the church, you want to know why you're drained of strength. Because there's no prayer life, there's no fasting, there's no true reading the word of God. What do you mean by true reading the word? That you are really giving God your everything and that you lean it on his word. His word is, is the food, the nourishment that you need every day. And that the food that you take in naturally is what's really just keeping your strength going. That you can't continue to do the will of God. We got it backwards. And we think that God works backwards. God does not work backwards. God is working forward. And a lot of times you need to stop looking backwards and move forward in the things of God. That you can attain more strength and more power in God in this hour. That you can understand and see the signs and wonders in the land that God is soon to come. We're approaching the end times if we're not there. And God's hand is moving. He's shaking heaven and he's shaking earth. And Lot is worried about some evil overtaking me and my family. The evil was already there in Sodom and Gomorrah. One more evil. One thing about it is you can be in something so long that you don't think that's evil no more. And he's worried about something in the mountains getting him, and he was in the worst place. How in the world you would think that you were going to escape to the mountains and that God is telling you to do this, and you're thinking that Sodom and Gomorrah is not that bad, and he's saying that the prayers, of God, um, the prayers and the sins and everything else from Sodom and Gomorrah has gone so bad that he's going to destroy this place, and Lot is worried about evil overtaking him. He does not even understand something is wrong with him. How can he lead a house? Listen to him. In verse 19. Let's go on down to verse 22. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore... The name of the city was called Zora. Then the sun had risen upon the mountain when Lot entered Zora. Then the Lord rained brimstones and fire from Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. That means it fell from out of the heavens and destroyed it. I don't know if you ever done research they said the sofa there is something else that when it burns it's a blue color God rained fire and brimstones from heaven and destroyed the city that was a city that was so perverted and lie in his not rational thinking And a lot of times God has given us a place to go. But you don't want to go there. Because you done got something else inflamed in your mind. All kind of excuses. Your excuses and your delays are hindering God from moving in your life. Stop looking back. And look forward to what God has promised you. And it's a spirit that's in the church. That people don't have no power. They don't have no pull. They don't have no desire in church getting something but yet they're not leaving out with anything and then they go home and question why God is not moving the way that they want but you have not given him your whole heart your whole mind we think that we're giving it to him but we're not So he overthrew these cities, all the plains and all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. He destroyed everything. Can't you see this? He didn't leave nothing left. A Sodom and Gomorrah, he burned it up with fire from heaven. And nobody survived a lot in his family. The angels were already protected by God, and I can just imagine. The Bible doesn't say this. I can imagine when Lot got to Zora, the angels went up into heaven, and the fire came down. But his wife looked back. I told you it was already in her. She had a love for Sodom and Gomorrah. Even though it was the state that it was in, a lot of times our sins and everything, we have a a love for things, but you don't even think that you got the love for things until God tells you to leave. Look what happened. And it says, behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Just one look back, she lost her soul. After God got her out of the place of sin, because she was not ready to be delivered, it came back on her, and she lost her life anyway. And I tell you, don't go back. You just not make it out. Because God brought you out 25,000 times. Don't try him 25,001 times. Is sin worth it? But you want to think God is not doing his word. Let's go back to not being delivered. I'd have left where God told me to leave. But I'm not delivered. Then you go back and read the next thing is the sins of Lot, How his daughters got him drunk and had sex with their daddy. And they birthed out two nations. That was wicked. You putting your family in this and you expect your children to be better. The devil is a lie. He ain't going to be against his word. If they don't submit their will to God, your children will be subject to your sins that you put them in. You don't want to get delivered, expect hell in your house. You don't want to get set free, expect corruption to be in your house. You don't want to get set free, expect double-minded to be in your house. You don't want to be set free, expect the weight and the hindrance and the sins of your fathers to compound. Sin multiplies. It don't decrease. But you don't think that what you're doing now is causing a price in your house. It is. A lot of times you don't think that, and and I told you it it says right here Gomorrah meant what? Be deep. And Sodom means what? Burning. They were burning deep in sin. When does the change happen? When does the true breakthrough and that that happens. It happens when you walk by faith and do not die. I want to read you something. Lot's whole house lived and walked in a, it says in a lack of faith. You've got to remember it was Abraham prayers that got him out. And even in that, God had to honor Abraham's prayers because it was higher than where Lot was. So a lot of things that you walk in is because somebody else's prayers is higher than you. Lot was not in the place of Abraham. But God heard Abraham's prayers and not Lot, Because Lot didn't have enough sense to pray. He had got comfortable in the sin in that place that was burning deep in sin. His family, his wife, they made family and friends there. They knew what they were doing in them folks' houses. You are probably saying, Well, why do you mean it? Look at the society now. You know what's going on in your girlfriend's house. You know what this happened and this and that. And yet, but you're still friends with her. So why would you think? Bad against Lot's wife, and you doing the same thing. Why do y'all cannot put the Bible at modern day? It is still happening now. The Bible says there's nothing new underneath the sun. Do you stop being friends with her? No. Knowing that her husband's cheating on her, knowing that she's cheating on the husband, y'all get together, and go drinking at the club. No, y'all come and sit in the church, praise God, and go back home and still be desecrating the word. Bringing demons in the church, bringing your perversion before God, and don't have a conscience about it. So don't look at Lot's wife. Look at you. Let your husband and your wife come up and say, "Baby, guess what? We want to, we want to move." You say, "Nah, I like it here." No, it's a better place for us. It's going to get us out of this environment. But because you got to come and your your children are friends with the neighbors, you don't want to leave. You start making up all kind of excuses. But don't understand that somebody prayed that you would come out of that neighborhood, that you would come out of that lifestyle, and you kicking against the prick. This is what happens when you take yourself and your family to a place God has not ordained for you. You need to stop playing church and really look at your life and examine where the word of God says, not where you examine yourself because you cannot examine yourself in sin. The devil is not going to let you examine yourself when you deep into something. And let a true prophet comes along. They are lying, and that's not what I am. That's not what God is saying. But you ain't right. Instead of trying to get right and do what the prophets say, and it says, and the people that are with you become, you know, how to say it. And the people that are with you. In sin, because they don't have faith. Lot's children was in this house, but they did not have the faith in God. But Lot had a relationship earlier with God. And I'm going to go to Matthew 21, in the 20th chapter. And this is Jesus, and the disciples are marveling at something. Because a lot of times, you don't see the greatness inside of you. Satan sees more about you than you do. You may think that your son or your daughter, your niece or your nephew, you might think, oh, they got great potential, but why they don't never come up into that great potential that you see? Because if something is not nurtured with prayer, it's not going to produce anything. You talking to them, you telling them how great they are. you telling them you can give them to the best schools. But prayer is the only thing that brings about a change in a person. Let's even go as fast as to say that Lot's house was not full of prayer. Have you ever been in a situation, it's so heavy and dark, that that darkness falls inside of your house? When the disciples saw this, they marveled and asked, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. I pray that something's been said and done. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray amen.